Welcome to the Active Faith Podcast, where we are building a theology of self-care together. My name is Andrew Ware. I am your host, and I am the Running Rev. Through conversations with others and reflections, we are seeking to build a theology of self-care, exploring how we take that initiative to care for ourselves as we seek to live out our faith and vocations. Welcome to another episode of this podcast. You know, I uh, always enjoy bringing these episodes into the universe. However, because it is the holiday season, it has been a little difficult to get guests scheduled. I do have uh, a couple of guests that I have tried to schedule, but, you know, scheduling conflicts and all of that stuff. But I want the show to continue. I I love this manner, and actually I'm going to be talking about it today, which is consistency. And so I decided to bring you a solo episode while I wait for some other guests to get recorded, and then hopefully in the new year begin to pick up and ramp up some guest recordings and some conversations again. But for now, as we continue into these holiday times, whether you celebrate Christmas or Hanukkah or Kwanzaa or any of the other numerous holidays that happen this time of year, I hope that we can all get a little bit out of this episode as I bring a solo episode to you today. Let's jump into this topic. All right. So as I said in the intro, I am here by myself today on a solo episode. uh, And I wanted to talk a little bit about consistency because it's been something that has been on my mind lately. And uh, many of you listeners will remember back over Thanksgiving, I took a two-week break And when I came back the week after, one of the thoughts that I had had or one of the regrets that I had was losing out on that consistency. You know, I'd been publishing episodes consistently for over a year and it felt really off to get out of that rhythm. And it wasn't just thinking that, oh, maybe I'll lose some listeners or maybe some of you all will forget about me, but it just became almost part of my uh, daily, weekly, monthly regimen that these episodes get recorded during the week, get released on Fridays. Uh, Sometimes I would front pack some episodes and just record a bunch of episodes over the course of a few weeks, and then I'd have some to release. And then I got to this point in November where I kind of ran out of episodes and I ran out of guests, not guests that I've asked, but I I, kind of ran out of guests. I kind of ran out of interviews and then I kind of ran out of time because uh, I had the holidays coming up. I had travel with family. I had uh, church things. I had run club things. I had all these other things in my life and it got to be a lot. And so I'm like, you know what? I just need a break. And as I came back and reflected on that, I, I told you my big regret was to lose out on the consistency. And I have been feeling since that there was something that was lost in those two weeks. And in breaking that consistency of releasing those episodes every week for a whole year, uh, it felt like there was a little bit of a loss, not of passion, but of understanding that I needed to reconnect with. I needed to reconnect with the purpose behind this podcast to reinstill that consistency because I think that consistency can be a big role in self-care and in the way that we do things. And as I reflected on what it meant to be consistent in this podcast and what that looked like to reinstill that consistency, to reinstill that understanding and that passion uh, to do something that I love, it also made me inwardly reflect on the consistency that I have towards my own self-care as well. Because 
many of my self-care practices have taken a little bit of a dip over the last month or so, just because, as I mentioned, just like with the podcast, life gets in the way, church gets in the way, all of these things get in the way. And for example, as I am recording this, I'm coming off just this very long week in which uh, my wife was sick, I was uh, chauffeuring my kids to and from school, uh, to and from holiday activities, all of these things, uh, while my wife got some rest because she wasn't feeling well. And I really felt like uh, there were some things that I needed to ground myself in each day so that I could uh, intentionally hearken back to this consistency that I have for my running journey. Um uh, for my self-care journey, what that meant was making sure that I was getting my running miles in because those are the things that help to connect me. Uh, back to my self-care, it's, it's not my uh, therapy by any stretch of the imagination. It is therapeutic. Uh, but in the course of a couple of long weeks, I've had to say, okay, what, is, what are the things in my day that I need, that I need in order to be able to care for myself? And those became the things that I consistently came back to during these hectic times because I needed to remind myself, okay, I cannot forget about myself in all of this. I am tired. I am worn out. Not because I'm just running all over the place. Yes, that's part of it. But because I'm not taking care of myself. I'm not doing the things that I would normally do to say, uh, keep myself grounded, keep myself centered. And so what that meant was I found the time, I made the time, I created the time, even if it was late, even if I was running in the dark, which I have done like more than more than a couple of times in the last couple of weeks. And when I say it was dark, I mean, this was not early morning runs like I'm used to during the summer. No, these are uh, late evening runs when it is uh, dark outside, lit by the streetlight, lit by a headlamp, reflector vest, all of these things, but making sure it's like, you know what, I need my run because one, it's a, it's a time that I get in my own headspace, but two, also because running revitalizes me. As much as I sometimes will go to the pain cave on runs, it is something that revitalizes me. Um, I found that I needed my meditative practices. I would just need those three, four, five minutes to just sit and breathe and relax and clear my mind because those were the times where I could say, okay, there's nothing going on around me. I can just take this time to breathe and I know that everything will be okay. Um, I, I had my time of just uh, that I have created recently of a, just intentionally pulling out my iPad and just writing, just jotting down thoughts, ideas, uh, creating themes for Substack articles, for newsletters, for uh, this show. That's where this one came out of was I spent uh, 30 minutes in my son's car pickup line just brainstorming about consistency and about what it meant to be consistent. And that's where this all came from. And so what does consistency look like? This becomes the question. Consistency becomes those practices that when you are having those long, arduous days, weeks, months, consistency is what plays the role for you to be able to hearken back to those self-care practices that you have, that help to give you life, that help to give you breath, that help to do all of these things that give you the ability to care for yourself even in the midst of the most uh, chaotic, hectic times in your life. And consistency, to me, 
leads to this understanding of being able to care for yourself in almost like a subconscious way because you've been doing these practices in such a way and you've been prioritizing these practices in such a way for so long that it almost is second nature for you to practice them. You can't imagine your days, weeks, months, whatever, without them. And so even when it's a chaotic and hectic day, you still come back to these consistent practices and rituals and you ground yourself in them, right? Like meditation, running, writing, um, even if it's like a cup of coffee in the morning or uh, or a, a cup of tea if you don't drink coffee, I don't know. Um, but it's these things. And I think that I learned this lesson most through running because I've seen a lot of folks in my run club who have been coming through and they've been either uh, re-finding that passion for running or they're finding it for the first time. And they want to know what is the best thing that I can do for my running journey. And whether it's me or my coach, Ryan Carroll, or some of the others in the club who have been doing this for a while, the number one thing that we often tell them is that the greatest, your greatest tool in your running toolkit is consistency. If you're not going to be consistent with your running, then you're going to find it hard to grow as a runner. Um, you know, for example, I really started running again back in 2017. I, I bought my first Garmin watch at that point in time. You know, I had Fitbits and stuff before, but I bought my first Garmin watch. I I got everything loaded on there, and I really started getting into running again. But what I found was I didn't have a consistency. I would just go run when I felt like running. Sometimes that was, you know, once a week. Sometimes that was four or five times a week. Um, I would enter in races and then maybe pick up my training a little little bit for a few weeks, but it was never anything consistent. And then I remember in uh, one of my resolutions in January of 2019 was to run consistently, run consistently at least four days a week. And I wanted to hit at least a thousand miles run for the year. And in that, I found that there was a point where I had kind of hit in my run training where I just wasn't going any faster. And I just got to this point and I was like, oh, I just want to be faster because that's how my mind works. Uh, welcome to being an Enneagram 3 and always competitive. Um, but I found myself not really getting faster, not really getting stronger, not really getting to the place where I'm like, oh man, I'm, I'm, I'm running again, but I'm not getting to like where I used to be. I'm not getting stronger. And then I found that in 2019, as I started running again and I started doing it consistently, I started to notice a really big drop off in my average paces. I started to notice that I really started to get faster. And I remember going from like 1030 mile pace all the way down to about sub nine minute mile pace on easy runs and really getting into this space where I'm like, all right, this feels comfortable. This is good. And as I reflected back on that, and as I reflect on where I am now as a runner and what I'm doing now as I continue to learn and grow, is it was that consistency that taught me as I as I did it regularly and I did it, you know, four, five, six, now seven times a week I go for a run. It's that consistency that initially helped to build that strength. And it was in that consistency that I started to even find my own growth again. And I started to recognize and understand what that growth looked like. Now, flash forward to where we are now, where we are coming off the back end, uh, still in this global pandemic, but kind of coming off the tail end of it where things are not as bad as they used to be. 
I remember early on in the pandemic just struggling for self-care, just struggling so badly to find just some sort of consistent rhythm to what ministry, life, family, anything looked like in the pandemic. And it wasn't until the the first real time that I felt burnout that I really began to reflect and contemplate on what I need is one, I needed a consistent schedule, right? Consistency brings its, itself in. I needed a consistent schedule. I needed to create for myself, this is when I'm going to do this. This is when I'm going to do this. And especially working at home, I needed that consistent schedule to consistently uh, take place in these separate areas in my house, right? I needed to do work in the office. I needed to eat in the dining room. I needed to relax in the living room. I needed to sleep in the bedroom, right? Uh, There was consistency in places. And I needed the schedule to consistently be somewhat the same each and every week. And if it wasn't, then it threw me off. It would just throw me off. I wouldn't, I, I, I would struggle. But within that, I not only needed to make my work schedule, my family schedule, all of those things consistent, but I needed to make a self-care routine, a self-care ritual practice that was consistent as well. Because not only was my work life thrown off, not only was my family life thrown off, but my self-care routine was thrown off as well. Without that consistent self-care routine, I was struggling struggling so hard to be able to begin to fathom what it meant to have a healthy life in church ministry during a pandemic where, um, you know, I mean, at my last appointment, uh, my my office was in our parsonage, and so I worked from there all the time, but I at least had times to get away, to go to a coffee shop and sit down, to go and sit down with parishioners and and have conversation with them there, to go and go to a Bible study at church, to go and go to worship at church, and I didn't have that. I was at home 24-7, you know, all the time, and, and I love my family. I do. I really do, but at some point in time, we got to the point where it's like, this is a completely different thing and we need to find out what our practices are going to be during this time so that we can care for ourselves. You know, when was my wife getting her alone time? When was I getting my alone time outside of work? Uh, when were our kids having times for rest, for renewal? You know, were they getting too much screen time? I'm sure that's a question that every parent asked during the pandemic. And and if you were a parent during the pandemic and you gave your kids too much screen time, then you didn't give your kids too much screen time. Um, that, that there was no such thing as that during the pandemic. All the rules went out the window. Um, hear that, parents. But uh, we needed to create this new ritual understanding of what it looked like to care for ourselves, to care for our family, even to care for others. And so I had to create a level of consistency in that for myself to be able to get through that stage of my life. But again, it was the consistency. It's these repetitious practices that help to set the foundation for how we live our lives. And to, to name 
because I'm sure you can be like right now, yeah, Andrew, I get it. Like, I need to have a set schedule. I need to do X, Y, Z. I need it like, and then you're like, but yeah, I don't really focus well on schedules. Friends, if you would like look at my calendar, it is the most disorganized mess of chaos that has ever existed. I have tried to use the reminders app on my phone more times than I can count. I have tried to use the notes app to just like jot down things that are in my mind. Friends, my ADHD is just horrible. My anxiety, uh, my ADHD leads to more anxiety. Um, it, it, it's it's not the easiest thing, and it's not going to happen overnight. I am still learning this. I am still trying to grow in this. Um, but as I have seen in my running, when we are consistent with something, when we allow it to become part of our embedded theological understanding and lived experience, that is going to be what is going to help us to be able to prioritize that. If I know that every day when I wake up, the first thing I do, I go and make a pot of coffee and then I get to, and then I just enjoy that pot of coffee. Um, sometimes I'll put on some music on my headphones. Sometimes I'll put a podcast on. Sometimes I'll just sit there um, with nothing going on and I'll just reflect. But it that that time to myself in the mornings helps to to start me out during the day. And it's that consistent daily understanding and it's thrown off. And like if my daughter wakes up early, wakes up the same time I do and I have to, you know, take care of her and watch her run around and 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 all this stuff, you know, it, it throws me off. Um, but I come right back at it the next day, right? Consistency can be thrown off, but consistently, consistency is lost when we allow something to disrupt it and disrupt it for good. And so what are those ways in which we're trying to carry consistency over into the rest of our lives so that we can continue those practices? Um, Because self-care is about bringing this nature so that we know that we are cared for, so that we know we love ourselves, we care for ourselves, because when we love and care for ourselves, it makes our job and role to love and care for our neighbor that much easier, that much better. It allows us to give more of ourselves to our neighbor. So in terms of consistency, like it's all I have. I know these solo episodes, sometimes it feels like I'm rambling. So um, they tend to be a little bit shorter. So you're getting, you know, a 20 minute episode this week um, and probably bring in some more of these. Hopefully I will have uh, some interviews scheduled coming out here. If not, we might take another break for Christmas and then come back and jumpstart everything back up in the new year. Um, And so we'll kind of see what happens uh, with that. I know it in this time might seem a little inconsistent, but also uh, I just want to let you know that if if this is how you are engaging with this community, thank you so much. Um, Know that I am not uh, recording these podcast episodes because I don't think I'm being valued or cared for. Um, but but just sometimes I, I don't have the material and sometimes it's taking a little bit more for me to sit down and do some of these things. But I do want to be consistent. I do want to bring this to you because I feel bad when I can't. Um, and I, I'd love to hear more from you all, how much you're enjoying this, how much you're liking this podcast, uh, what kind of life and fulfillment this is bringing to you as we go through this season. Please, please, please let me know. You know, I want to Thank you so much for joining me in this episode. Don't forget to to check out the show notes. There's all kinds of great ways to uh, connect with, to support this community. You know, we've got the Active Faith Group on Facebook. 
um, that that you can go and join that as we support one another and encourage one another. Um, and if you would just support this podcast, support this network, support this community, I am wanting to grow this network. I don't want this to just be me. I want this to be several voices. And so uh, you're going to notice some growth and some expansion, what that looks like and what that means. I'm I'm still not 100% sure. And so make sure you follow and subscribe to this podcast. Subscribe to uh, the Substack. There's going to be a newsletter that's going to come out every Monday, um, as well as just uh, some musings that I have along the way as well. Um, make sure that you leave a rating and review for this podcast over on Apple Podcasts or Spotify. Um, and I would love it if you would maybe consider supporting me on Patreon. I want to give a shout out to my current patrons, David Vaughn, Pam Anderson, Amy Dane, and Andy Wells. Uh, y'all are awesome. Y'all are amazing. Thank you so much for your support up to this point. If you want to join that awesome list of supporters, please, it would... Uh, just give me joy as I continue to bring and offer this. I'm not looking to make this a job. Um, I, I love the support because it helps me continue to be able to kind of do this on the side, to be able to continue to bring some of these things to you and continue to uh, know that you are enjoying and supporting me along the way. So make sure you go and check those out. And lastly, don't forget to share this. Uh, if you can't do anything else, just just hit that share button, let a friend know, uh, and let a friend help to grow along with you. And now may God bless each of us, and may we find ways to stay active in and for God's kingdom. Amen.